and welcome to another Howard Podcast, a gaming podcast, battle on backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 24. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today we have co-host Casey Cool. Hello. And joining us for the first time, Twitch streamer Dad's First Time. <laughs> hello, hello. And also, I mentioned it was episode 24, Dyslexia Strikes Again. It's episode 42. There it is. Okay. We've done 42 of these, okay. and dyslexia is real, folks. Okay, sorry. I know. I, we all have our struggles. <laughs> I was going to let it go, maybe take you, make you retake it, but I'm going to keep that in because, you know, people need to humanize you a little bit. What I learned at a young age is to own the dyslexia, bring mm-hmm. light to it, and move on. You know? It right. happens. That's what I do with my ADHD, personally. So it's like, it's we're the perfect pair, right? We make almost <laughs> one functioning human. I remember not too long ago doing episode 24 with you guys and flash forward, <laughs> we're already on episode 42. Yeah, everyone Time can go flies. back. He's been on uh, since the middle. It's con- it's continuity, you know, that's it's canon now. Well, that's cool. Well, thanks for being with, with us tonight, Dad's First Time. Thanks for having me. So can, can you tell your audience what you do? us where you where they can find you what you like to do that is that's a that's a heavy question okay so (laughs) you guys all right so initially you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash dad's first time uh that's one st not f-i-r-s-t um i am a game show host talk show host gamer and stream coach all in one so i have a calendar of events set monthly Uh, You'll catch me playing games about three or four times a month. You'll catch my 100% unique and original game shows created by me. Uh, And I host other streamers and put them through some ridiculous challenges, whether it be video games, art challenges, improv, comedy, um, the works. I'm also part of a four-man improv group, and we call ourselves a four-man challenge, where we challenge each other to do anything under the sun honestly from cool. rap battles to singing disney songs to magic tricks to trying to beat a game in five minutes all sorts of things That's um fun. and i'm also yeah talk show host stream stream coach so on my talk shows i'll talk about uh either tough topics popular topics hot topics difficult ones and then stream coaching i give uh branding advice marketing advice uh not just for twitch but for all social media so a mixed bag, but a good, good variety. It's like a, so what is that? That like snack mix that you get? Yeah. The, 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 with the little Cheetos, with the little Doritos, right? Let me ask you this too, though. You, you're super busy. You're stream. You do all these different things. You're also a dad. Yes. And I know I've seen you talk about being homeschool dad because of, you know, the, the vid that's going around for everybody. Um, so how do you manage your time? Cause like I was message you over Twitter. That's how we got in touch and you were nice enough to reply you work a full-time job as well too right i do i do i work uh i work about 60 hours a week um with two hour travel both ways so that's every day i'm working about 14 to 16 hours between travel and work um where i find the time i don't sleep i sleep about three hours a night two to three hours a night um and then like once a month maybe i'll do like a nice long hibernating session where i'll wake up at like four in the afternoon on the day off uh but like i when I'm at work, I have a laptop. I have my I have my personal laptop and I have my work computer. Um, in between, like pockets of downtime, I will do work on my laptop for either streaming or I'll go on social media. I'll schedule posts. Um, I'll schedule them in advance too for the week. Um, or I will log in. I'll like remote log into my home computer here and do some video edits. I'll do some graphic design for upcoming things. I'll edit some photos for Instagram. So I find pockets of time here and there. Um, and then I come up with I, I come up with an idea. I have a notepad with me at work uh, that I just jot down every single idea that comes in my mind randomly, and then I'll try to implement it. So the other part of my stream, it's it's I I coin myself um, the most interactive, innovative stream on Twitch, meaning the channel points that you see, the yeah. things that my channel points will do that you won't see anywhere else yet. Uh, and a lot of those come from ideas. I just happen to like jot down or I'll see like a, an ad on a website or I'll see a commercial or somebody will say something and I go, I can make that into a channel point. The one that's really been caught, catching my eye too that you've been doing is the unpopular opinion yes. uh, streams. I think that's <laughs> very important to have on Twitch because a lot of people don't like to hear the hard truths sometimes. Yeah. And it's not even going to just be about Twitch. It's going to start talking about topics on Twitch, but there's a YouTube show. And there's okay. a Twitch live show. So sometimes if you're lucky, the YouTube the YouTube show will be 
ed- an edited version of the live show. But for the most part, it's its own show, either based on a live show that we do or based on something totally different. So I'll be doing unpopular opinions about anime, wrestling, current events, yeah. uh, music, all sorts of things. See, I, I love the hustle. I love the drive. And I also like that you're in the same. I, so what? when did you start doing the stream? That's what I'd like to know, too. How long have you been at this? Uh, April 2020 was my See, April, April 6th, 2020. I think you st- we started the podcast when I first started seeing you because there was another podcast, the Super Smash Pods. They're not around anymore. And they I think I was on one of those shows, too. Yes. And I really like those guys and I don't know what happened to them, but I really enjoyed your show with them. And I was like, oh, I got to get this guy on. But I, I wanted us to get a lot better. And you kind of embrace what we said. Like I said to Shelby when we started this, I'd regret not doing it. Like we we have time, but you are taking it to a new level with the three hours of sleep. I I could not function. I got you are the man. How much caffeine do you have a day? Let's let's let's. I want to hear those numbers. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. I, I don't drink. I don't. I I live a very very healthy clean lifestyle. Um, I also like work out at least for an hour to an hour and a half a day today i did private pilates so oh nice my wife loves pilates i'm not i'm not trying to hate that's my wife's favorite workout (laughs) pilates was made for dancers olympians and athletes that are rehabbing injuries um and you know being a dad of two you go through a lot of injuries you go go through your fair share i I just i got one right before (laughs) or either right before or right after the new year from one of my sons and definitely need the rehab. So you have you have the two boys. You uh, how? What are their ages? They are five and four. Five and four. So my son is five, and my daughter's two. And Shelby has a four. He's a girl dad. Shelby, what are your four and two? It's four and two. Yeah, four and two. I I kind of wanted to know more about this injury that you got, Dad's first time. So I'm a I'm an old school wrestling fan. So here's a fun little backstory. Okay. If you couldn't okay. if you couldn't tell, so some of my channel points on my stream, and there are going to be more coming out. Uh, there's the Randy Orton RKO that Randy will, you know, yes. like, like that old meme. Yeah, um, the RKO where he's running. Yeah. It, right. So he'll RKO me out of nowhere. There's a Shawn Michaels sweet chin music. I got the Macho Man elbow drop. Stone Cold Stunner's coming. People's elbows coming. And then a really <laughs> special one is coming. I also have like, I don't know if you've seen it, the cutaway of where I cut myself in the ring with The Undertaker. Uh, no. Mm-mm. That's awesome, though. All right, I'll, I'll send you guys, yeah, I'll send you guys that clip so you can see. It's, yeah, like it's I warped back into the 80s. Um, I'm in the ring with 1994 or 1993 Undertaker. Nice. Um, okay. So I'm an old school wrestling fan. And my boys, because of that, they love wrestling because of me, because I wrestled them. Of course. Of course. But the thing is with them is that they now randomly will wrestle me at any given point in time. It's it's on as soon as you're on the floor. I've learned that with my son. <laughs> like if I'm on the floor, right? it's, it's yeah. game time. Yeah, I, was, I was on the sofa, sitting on the sofa. <sighs> yeah. And my four-year-old just decided to grab me from behind, like just trying to like, choke me out. While, oh, my, nice. while my five-year-old, who's all legs, decided to like kick me towards my chest. So I turned and I got like my neck wrenched back and I got a foot to the chest. Right. And I can tell you this right now. I have never been so more proud of my boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you you got, you injured dad. This is the first, this is the the first I'm sure of many, but remember this day, sons, this is the day where this is your first win. Yes. And it'll be your only one for a while now. Now I'm training. So does this mean you will never be able to make your way through a parking lot with your family again? Because I feel like that's where a lot of the wrestling matches happened in the nineties. Right. We'll have lots of backstage brawls. (laughs) Are you going to teach them the art? Cause they're a tag team. Apparently you have to go Dudley boy. I feel like and teach them the 3D and maybe have them put you through a table next. <sighs> yeah, okay. If they were if, if they were a tandem tag team, I would con- okay. I would compare them more so to the Heart Foundation. Oh, wow. Four year old is all brute strength. Okay. And my five year old okay. is all like technical. Want to wrap his lanky body around you and put you in all these holes and you know. So yeah. they 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 haven't hit that hardcore part yet, but they're starting to okay. start. They're starting to incorporate weapons. Their, oh no! Their wrestling routine. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you've like hidden. You've hidden all the folding chairs in your house. Yes, they're all gone. They're, they're actually all in their room too. But don't tell them that. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> That's the best place to hide them. They'll never yes. find them. <laughs> oh man, I I've been tempted to show my son uh, wrestling like the WWE WWF, but I know he'll go nuts over it, and it would be on every day. Um, and then I've been watching a lot, a little bit of AEW. Right or yeah, that's what it is. Right where Chris Jericho is now, and I really like that because that gives you that old WCW Nitro vibe a bit to me. I'm like, all right, this is cool, but I, 
okay so you watch with your boy, your boys watch wrestling so they have favorites i'm sure um they, they i think they i think they technically do yeah because they were playing okay. with the wrestling figures before they were uh, watching wrestling and so they're able yeah. to identify a lot of the wrestlers and i have a i have a case of like just old school figures they're, it's it's the new it's the new line but all the legends i yeah. probably have i don't even want to count i'm gonna say probably more than 200 <laughs> probably close to 300 uh, in that wow. case, and that's that doesn't even count the ones that are still in box. So they oh, get man. to see them all the time. You know, they'll ask questions like, "Who's this? Who's this?" And they can identify. Uh, they can cool. identify the characters, even if I have multiples. They can identify the you know the different outfits. You have a love for wrestling. What wrestling games do you play? Because I know the new ones aren't great. So what do you think is the best wrestling game? The best wrestling game of all time. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I, I have an answer, and I think e- you might everybody agree. says No Mercy is, and I because it is disagree. For two wow. for two reasons. A okay. because I remember when WCW NWO World Tour came out, and to me yes. that was no, that no. was the innovation. So mm-hmm. to me, and because it was like the WCW's NWO like first real good game where I can beat mm-hmm. all those characters, to me that game meant more than No Mercy and WrestleMania two thousand before it. But that doesn't yeah. mean I think that's the best wrestling game of all time either. Okay. I'm gonna go the game I probably pumped the most hours into, it's a tie between Here Comes the Pain and okay. WrestleFest, WWF WrestleFest, because I probably spent half my life and almost all of my quarters playing that game as Hulk Hogan oh. and Ultimate Warrior, the tag team, trying to get my way to the, ultimate, to the Legion of Doom and losing every single time. But that game epitomized the 80s. It was one like in the 90s. I was like WrestleMania, the arcade game, and then In Your yeah. House. Yeah, that's, that's, I'll take that. I mean, look. That, that's that's totally coming to mind for me. Like when I was younger, I poured hours and hours into that game on Sega at my neighbor's house. I remember uh, <laughs> WrestleMania, the arcade game. I used to love the old WrestleMania theme song. And back then, you know, mm-hmm. before MP3s were a thing, they weren't, they weren't selling that song on CDs anywhere. So I would create fake wrestling matches in my in my house when I was a kid. Um, as you do right yeah and i would turn on that game specifically for the wrestlemania arcade themes because it, it just loops <laughs> in the intro and uh-huh. i would pretend to be mean gene Okerlund, or i pretend to be jim ross or jerry the king waller or my favorite duo was a uh, gorilla monsoon and jesse ventura growing oh, up so oh. i would do that yeah, so i would do all sorts of things just with like you know that one intro I think I I think the starting the starting screen got more playtime than me ever played that game whatsoever. This is before MP3s, kids, where you could just go to YouTube and pull up a track and have it over and over. Yeah, this is when a twenty eight point eight K modem was the new yes. thing for the internet. Yeah. Play some wrestling. What uh, I saw you streaming. What have you been streaming lately on your channel? I streamed. I stream a variety. So I I stream games I'm good at, and I stream games I'm bad at. Um, I. I do play a lot of wrestling games. I was actually, I don't know if you guys know the website, uh, cause.ws, like C-A-W-S. Mm. So it's like the major creator wrestler site for all wrestling games since like SmackDown versus Raw, the first oh. one. Um, and I was, there's a little, here's a little history fact. I was the first ever featured uh, creator, creator wrestler creator on their site. I was the first oh, wow. ever spotlight feature for them. So, that's cool yeah so like you know i would love to play more wrestling games but they just they just suck now so now i just play like you know whatever whatever's laying around the house because dads can't finish games period well that's what this podcast is about right yeah i know i hear you <laughs> you start three hours into it that's about as much time as that game is going to get i better right. go back to something else now right is there anything occupying your headspace in terms of games you've been playing recently um i want to finish ghost of tsushima because mm-hmm. it's a beautiful game I want to finish I it. Awesome. I just finished Red Dead Redemption 2 like a couple months ago after owning it for years. Same with Shelby. Yeah, and I loved I loved that game. And I was afraid to end it, but I had to. Uh, I'm still waiting. I've played the... I, I had the last Tomb Raider, and I've played the first two, so I want to finish that one too. I haven't even opened the box on that. I just realized. I have the, the Star Wars game too that came out recently. Um, what's the name of that one? Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. And it just got an a, uh, Xbox ps5 update today too an xbox x series ps5 update today too so oh, it's nice and shiny if you have that system i don't sadly not yet <laughs> i saw you too you're playing naruto 4. i was playing naruto I saw yeah. that. I, I used to be Dude. a competitive player in that i used to be really good in that game 
Oh, okay. Who was your guy? I used to play Naruto uh, back mm. on the 360 era. Not the. It was the second entry of it where it was the first with the online battling system. Where the where Daedra was basically everybody. If you played him online, you knew you were going to get cheesed. Oh, you're talking about Ultimate Ninja Storm Two, where he just spammed yes. the square yes. bars. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, somebody tried to do that to me last night, and they learned their lesson quick. Oh uh, no! Yeah. But I remember it was it was Daedara and it was uh, Chio. Yeah. If you were Chio and her puppets, you could not touch her whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Her puppets would just it would own the night. I've been, I've been t- playing the Atachi players got really good at, yeah. at stopping that. Yeah, I, I've been I've been playing the series since um, Ultimate Ninja One. Uh, I used to actually import the Japanese games. Oh wow! So I was so, a big fan of it. Did you play Shinobi Strikers at all? I don't think so. Okay, that's the one that came out in the middle. It's like, I, my understanding is it's Naruto's version of Xenoverse where you can make a character. Oh, right, and yeah, they... that's the last one. Yeah, no, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. No, I, okay, I, that I, one I, seems I, interesting to me, I was going to say. I have the trilogy on my Switch, and I've always talked to Shelby. Like, it's on my backlog, and eventually I'm going to run through all three just because of the storm, Naruto, one, two, three. And then now I have to do four. I feel like I'd have to buy the fourth one, right? I couldn't just do... Four is fantastic. Three. I will tell you this. Don't watch the okay. anime. Play all four of those games. You will never need the anime. That's what I was trying to tell him if he wanted to get like a quick lesson with One Piece. The One Piece Warriors 4 could give him a quick... Yeah. Those games, those games, they do such a beautiful job. Bandai kills it on those. I, I wish One Piece didn't have like... It, it has that old... That old battle system. Uh, there was there was that like... that. Oh, game, the Dynasty Warrior? Yeah, like the Dynasty Warrior battle system. Yeah. That's the only thing. I love One Piece, but that's the only thing. It's just those just hordes of enemies coming at you and like yes. sections as you as you continue through the level. Yeah, they it, it's that to me it's the evolution of a beat 'em up, you know, where like you think Final Fight or, or Streets, Streets of Rage, Rage. Right. Now the other game you were playing that I saw was a really weird one called Space Court. What is that? <laughs> Space Court. Space yeah. Court. Yeah, so okay. Here's another little, it's a, this is a fun backstory too. So back, I, I used to love listening to this podcast called Team Tiger Awesome. I don't know if you guys have heard okay. of it. So Team uh, Tiger Awesome, they used to be part of the, the Jericho Network, which is run by Chris Jericho, who was an AWE. They right, are, right. they're like the film and media guys. They've worked with him on a couple of like film projects, um, but they're hilarious, you know, and they, they've disbanded now, sadly. Um, but one of the guys, he continued doing podcasts, like in a form of a fake radio show called Night Drive. And... I'm a, I'm a part of his discord. He's actually one of my affiliates too. Um, yeah. And, um, and he's, he's way more popular than me though. Um, which is a good thing. Cause you know, that, that'll be a good, it'll be a, right. a, a good connect for the opportunity future. for growth. Opportunity yeah, for growth. Know. Right. But he, in his discord, uh, one of the original team tiger, awesome guys and myself, we haven't posted in a while. So we both posted something, at the same so one of the guys looks like uh pedro pascal the mandalorian looks he looks like just like the actor so i put a side by like i had like a side-by-side comparison i was like (laughs) twins right and then that same guy who hasn't posted in a while who's part of the team he was like yeah i've heard that before so the guy who runs night drive he was like oh look two ghosts came out of nowhere and somehow that led into space court a conversation about how space court is this like unsung hit of a, a a game that nobody's ever heard of that's on sale on on steam and he was like it'd be great if somebody would steam uh, stream this and it was a okay. it was like a little nudge at me because nobody in his discord streams except for me so i was like okay all right i'll try it out i'll see how funny it is and it's i gotta say it's it's, it's pretty funny it's pretty funny yeah <laughs> it, it's like a weird it, it makes me think of like uh what's that hypnospace outlaw that came out last year where that weird mm. kind of like early 90s internet art type kind of graphics to it right and then is it a court procedural like i only got i was like in and out because i had to do some so aliens from different planets come to your come to your chambers to (laughs) request either requisitions about other planets about other species they just come to you with their problems basically and they want you to rule in their favor over the galaxy uh and it's it's like one whole tying story like you don't realize it and it goes from monday to friday so monday to friday shift nine to five okay and you don't realize how well woven the story is until about thursday when you get to thursday and then you realize some of the decisions you made for one race um affected another race that they didn't even oh. mention so it's like it'll be like species versus this species or like this planet has invaded this planet and you make a decision and then based off of those conversations you realize you made this decision it now affects 
the third planet and then the third planet comes to you going hey wait a minute i thought you i thought we requisitioned for this why is this planet allowed to do this on our homeland and you don't think about the decisions because you're, you're taking them case by case you don't think about the overarching decision until it all starts to come together and you're like oh geez like uh, yeah i i did allow i did allow that alien race to uh own 50 percent of any planet that happens to dock in their stations didn't think that you know this is like courtroom drama on an inner spatial scale like i love it this is cool it, it's hilarious well, Command everyone to, to try it at least once do you know if you go can you is there like decision trees where if you choose the other way then there's going to be fallout yes. Was, is that like, oh that's yes. awesome there's multiple, i love it when they do games like multiple that multiple outcomes for this um and every alien race too they all come with a representative each with a really unique personality you know, and okay. some of them are designed to piss you off, but you realize the ones that are designed to make you mad, they're only really mad because the previous judge before you did them dirty. You know, they, 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 they didn't do them justice, so they're angry about that. They resent the system, yeah. They're the ones that are correct in what they want, but the way they're going about it, it just makes you just want to like kick them out the door. It's like, who do you think you are? Get out of here. I'm going to rule the favor of the, of the other guys. Part of me hoped it would be like Night Court a little bit. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that sitcom from the 80s. I, I used to like stay up and watch that. That was a good show. That was a good dun, show. Dun. Space. Space Night Court. That would be the sequel. Just give me Night Court. Just give me Night Court, yeah. the game, and, and yeah. pixel art, and I'd play that. I have also been playing a court game. Oh, you've been in the courtroom too, huh? I have been. I, uh, I've i been playing Ace Attorney, mm. the trilogy. Throwing down the gavel every once in a while? How does that work? Throwing down the gavel. So for those that are new to the show, we do a thing called the Backlog Challenge because we are also busy dads. In uh, episode 40, if you go back and listen to that, we, we had a trial of council of members choose what games we have to beat and play this year and write uh 1200 to 1800 word reviews on and i chose to do a whole trilogy because i'm stupid as one but also because i wanted to see what ace attorney was about because i'm an anime lover and i love like a court procedural and the game so far is really fun i a lot of luigi mansion still from last time i've been playing that with my son and i'm enjoying that but this is my like grown-up time game I was able to sit and watch the rest of Cobra Kai and play it. Like, I can chill and put in a podcast or do whatever and play this game. But the mechanics of it are really fun. I was actually really surprised at how it works and how detailed it is. Yeah. I used to have it for uh, PSP. So that's a great nice. game. Yeah. I, I had played the Miles Edgeworth version uh, years ago on the DS. And I was like, this isn't Phoenix, right? Who's this guy? And then you find out when you play Phoenix, right? It's like his rival uh, prosecutor. And I was like, oh, okay. That's how they know each other. Because I never got too far into it, but I really like how the mechanics work. So it it's not just like you're in court. You you have to play detective. There's it's a it's I was looking up the genre of it, and it's an adventure visual novel, is what they call it. Hmm. And in between acts or in between, so usually there's like three court sessions. There's day one in the court, day two, day three, and depending on the act, you will something an incident will happen someone gets murdered that's been the theme so far the first three i'm only on the first three cases and there's been a death in every single one so i'm gonna go with that's the theme spoilers oh my gosh yeah i'm not telling who it is (laughs) but you you have to investigate the scene right you look for clues and then you go back to a room and you talk to someone and with your new information and it gives you maybe something you can bring into court as evidence in the courtroom the you inter i don't i don't want to say interrogate it's interrogate's not the right word right you hear a witness proceed their case and then you press them for information and then you have to find contradictions what i like about it is there's consequences for your if you're wrong and that you get a like there's a little blue life bar in the corner and if you make the wrong if you present the wrong evidence or make a bad choice it'll make that life bar go down and you get a game over so you have to start from that point your last save point on again to and it helps you kind of eliminate okay i'm not going to do that when i said that like i have a lead i know to interrogate this character on the question about where he was or why was left right to him when the person fell to the left of the room and he's saying right so you have to be the murderer because you saw it forward right there's little contradictions like that i'm i gotta play all three so i'm i'm I'm, I'm a little in over my head i'm not gonna drop it but it's nice that I can just sit and do it and I can have music in. I can catch up on other things. It's really fun. That's cool. So is it voice acted or are you reading a lot of the text? No voice acting. The only voice acting is objection or take that. Like he has a couple catchphrases. I think this game, I haven't played any of the newer entries. I know there's one on the 3DS. I would love to see a voice acted game for it. Because I think like these games kind of make me think of the Telltale series. How 
where they've gone and you make a choice, choose your own adventure. This is where that genre needs to go if they just made it a voice acted experience. Because it, it's, it's for anime fans. There's a lot of anime tropes. There's characters that act like every anime character that you can think of. And I, I think the voice acting is what it needs. Um, when do you think that... So you played it on PSP. So when do you think Ace Attorney came out? Oh, man. Ten years ago? Yeah, it was years ago. Years ago. Uh... I'm going to say longer. A lot longer. Where did Ace Attorney first come out? That feels like a DS game to me. Maybe like 16 years ago? A little more. A little, little further south. Oh, geez. That's deep. Yeah, that is really deep. My goodness. It was 2001. Oh, wow. 20 years old. That sounds about right. Yeah. Does it feel yeah. like it's uh, aged? Does it feel like it's hard to get into because it's so old? Well, it was a Game Boy Advance game, you know, and then it went to DS. So, no, because it's a procedural, so it's a text-based thing, right? The mechanics aren't anything crazy it's like press this there's things they could add to a remastered version that they benefit from it's interesting because of the trilogy and later when i do my full review i'll talk about price point with it but i can tell you right now if you could get the whole trilogy for 15 bucks and you like to just have something to chill on it would be a good deal i you know i have you guys ever seen harvey birdman attorney at law yes love yeah, harvey yes. Birdman. Love big fan an eighth attorney series but with the Harvey Birdman characters, all the Hanna Barbera oh, characters. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I'd play that on stream as much as possible. Give give me that and a Space Ghost game of some sort, and we're good. Where you have to build a show. Space yeah. Ghost can be the judge. Ah, oh, that'd be great. I love Space, Space he can, Ghost. He can, he can interview, you know, the prosecutor after they've won the case. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great. It just just put give me Space Ghost pets. Bring give me new Space Ghosts. How about that? He That's can, what he I can want. do the news on the case in between every sec every day. Yes. I'd be fine with that. Yes. I would I would pay top dollar that would be a triple a title to uh, me i'd pay six yeah bucks. and speaking of casting judgment i am playing a game where all of the souls that were not so good in life go to live oh. i am still playing hades is where oh, nice. I, is what i've been playing i'm bouncing between that and ac valhalla and um hades is a really good distraction right now it's one of those just one more runs games that i just can't get enough of i know we've talked about that on the cast before it's my Normally, favorite saying in video games yeah. though just just one more because my son says it to me now when he plays a game. I'm like, yeah, every gamer knows. I just got, I got one more. That one more. Give me. Yeah. Give me. And this game is perfect at dripping you into its ecosystem. Okay. As in like every run you do, it gives you a little bit more of a currency or it gives you a new currency or it introduces a new, or it introduces a new shop into the run that you're doing. So as soon as you die on a run, you come back and there's something you can do to increase your ability in the next run. It's, it's masterful. It yeah. really is. How have you beaten it? Have you had like, have you completed a run? Like, have you gotten? I have not. I'm okay. getting consistently to the third stage is kind of where I keep landing and even when i'm switching weapons on the next run i'm still getting to stage three so what i'm learning is that i am understanding the way the game works and the enemy types and then how to get at those enemies with the different weapons equipped so it's um it's pretty interesting how everything comes together i'm really enjoying it the world is fabulous it sets you up as a character in hades you are the son of hades and you can tell that each one of the characters you interact with has history with your protagonist so so you can tell that they have lived in a world together and their conversations kind of come out of inherited history that you come to unfold and get to know over the course of the game. It's really good. Yeah, so one thing I will say is that the game was really frustrating for me when I was playing it handheld, and I think this may be the game that the joystick drift gets me on, because I just have the slightest drift on one of my uh, joysticks, and it doesn't work. It does not work. The second stage has you like in a place where there's a bunch of lava on and basically jumping from island to island and there's lava on the outside. And I'll like finish a stage, be like, whoo, and just like take my hands off the sticks. And then my character will run over into the sea of lava and just like do a life drain. You gave me such a hard time when we played Cuphead on stream. When I was telling you my my controller didn't work, you're like, oh yeah, your controller. I did. The drift is horrible. <laughs> it is not fun at all. It it's the it's my biggest biggest complaint with Nintendo. Yeah. And yeah, and what I'll say is, as soon as I switched to a pro controller, the game just did you played. find your pro like controller? It all became better. 
Okay, I did. Good. Yeah, so, that yeah, game's so I good did. You find it. That's that's awesome. That's what it tells that's right. me. Okay. That's right. I'll also say that um, when I put it on the big TV, I enjoyed my experience a lot more as well. Like when it was handheld yeah. mode, just a little too cramped, a lot going on. Um, the joystick cons obviously didn't do me any favors either. But when I got it on a big screen, it seemed to really do well. Um, one thing that I did notice that I think is worth mentioning is I got some stutter in the frame rate once I stacked on a whole bunch of buffs, right? So as you make your way through the game, you're basically stacking on buffs as you go through the different stages. Well, it seemed like I almost had too many stacked onto my character and it was having trouble chugging with all the different number crunching in the background. Mm. And it got a little stuttery on a couple of those stages. Um, I've only seen a handful of times. Um, the gameplay is just so good. And the art is striking. If you haven't checked out the art on this game, it's it's Awesome. So it wasn't enough to deter your gameplay. It was just like a quick. No, and it actually surprised me. It was like one run. I'm like, okay, this is really weird. Why is this game stuttering? Is there something that, it, you know, what, what's going on exactly? And I haven't seen it since, but I imagine it does pop up when you have too much going on in the background. No, I, I can tell yeah. that you're enjoying that. That's interesting. You got I'm I'm curious when you'll be AC Valhalla eventually. Me too. Like I, I gave you that freebie. I gave you a game you already started this year to beat you in our contest. So yeah, the loser... Uh, dad, I'm calling him dad. Dad, <laughs> the the loser has to buy a winner's beer when the world opens up. But the other thing is because we live in Washington State, loser's gonna go to Nintendo of America with a sign that says "I suck at video games" and just stand outside in front of it with it. And it, it's it's a race, but it's also not a race because we want to do we want to play the games thoroughly, right? Yeah, we want to enjoy our and experience. Build content. Yeah, we want to enjoy our experience, but you know I'm. I'm, I'm feeling like the sign might be mine this year. I think I think it might be me. Uh oh, uh oh, uh, big talk, big talk. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it for games. I think maybe we should move on to the news. Yeah, let's do it. It's the news. The big three news. The big three news stories of the week that we've just picked out of a grouping of headlines. And the first story we have is video games surpass music to represent youth. Casey, you want to take this one? You want me to? Yeah, I'll take this one. This one is definitely clickbaity, but I really liked it because I think it's a good conversation piece. Morning Consultants, a consumer intelligent firm, reported that controversial YouTube star, PewDiePie, very controversial he is, had the same name recognition as highly and highly and higher favorability than super athlete LeBron James, which I when oh. I read that, I was stunned because basketball has a huge global reach compared to a lot of other wow. American sports. Uh, the gaming industry revenue at 139 billion, with my pinky like <laughs> Doctor Evil to my mouth, has outstriped the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL combined. Um, and the lockdown obviously helped this. And then across music and fashion culture, leaders have taken notes, uh, producing gamer ball cultural products inspired by aesthetic ethos systems. Like I, I know there's a really nice high end shirt company that makes these Pokemon shirts where you can get a fabric and it's a dress shirt. I, I've been trying to convince my wife to let me get a Polyrath one or Arcanine one, but I think this is very true. And we kind of talked about it when we were talking about hipster game, game stops are for hipsters, right? When we were having that talk that this is our generation's like, Hey, listen to this song. This is, I'm going to say to my son, Hey, play this game, right? This is where it's going because of the impact that those games had on my development as a human. Right. And I just see I, I think the medium's getting more and more respect. And I, I love to see that. Yeah, definitely. I think you're comparing LeBron James to LeBron James to PewDiePie and PewDiePie. Like, PewDiePie. And, PewDiePie. Yeah. PewDiePie. You see, this, boomer. This, are my boomer you. is my boomer color showing right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey no! grandpa. Okay. But I remember PewDiePie was listed as a suggested YouTube channel like 10, 15, 20 years ago, it feels like, right? Yeah. Right when YouTube was hitting the map, it feels like he was one of those individuals that you'd send send uh, new subscriptions to. Right, because he was a Minecraft guy, and then he would do the jump scares. I never liked him. I was like, who's this weird? He's like, you know, and he says a lot of stupid stuff. He sure does. He sure, yeah. he sure does. Yeah, he's not, he, and he doesn't apologize for it. Didn't he and just like the whole like, most handsome face or something like that in 2020? He got most handsome face? Yeah, he won what? the most handsome face of 20... Have they looked at his face? You know who he beat? You're not going to believe this. He beat out a K-pop star, which that's, you know, K-pop star won in 2019, what? so that's fine. But who he whoa, really whoa, beat whoa. out was... Oh, no, you, you got you to hear this one. He beat out okay. Chris Hemsworth, who came in, I think, third place. And Superman himself 
came in what? fourth. The The Witcher? Yes, Superman? The uh, Witcher Superman, that's right. What? Why can't I say his name right now? I'm so stunned. Uh, I PewDiePie, if you haven't seen him, um, I would just... Peter Kiel, uh, Peter Peter Yelberg, or, or Kelberg? That's his real name? Yeah, Kelberg. Okay. Yeah, I would describe his face as maybe someone hit it with a rolling pin. Like, it looks really flat. I would not ever describe him as handsome. Wait, was this People's Choice? This had to be People's Choice, right? Choice, no, right? it's not People's Choice. It's, it's like this... What? What? It's like this international ranking magazine slash website that does it every year. Henry Cavill, Cavill. That's what it is. Yes. Henry Cavill. Henry, Henry Cavill. He's Sherlock's home too in Alona Holmes. He's a handsome man. He beat Thor and so he beat Thor and Superman. Thor, Superman slash The Witcher slash Sherlock Holmes. How in the world did PewDiePie I to this day I will never understand that. <laughs> no. Like no, and if you include personality, he's even uglier. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and you thought yeah. the weird things of 2020 were behind us. If any, yeah. if anything, and that happened right at the end of 2022, like uh, December 29th <laughs> or December 30th, right? If anything, just like, just stamped 2020 and say the year is yeah. done, it was yeah. PewDiePie wins most handsome face. Accurate. Accurate for 2020. You know, I will give PewDiePie credit. He did do one of my favorite episodes of South Park when they're streaming and there's something there and like South Park makes a joke about how popular he is. But that's about, I'm, that's more credit to South Park. Uh, but as video games a whole, I feel like I, I, you know, I'm an educator. I work with kids. I'm a teacher. And YouTubers definitely have a big reach. But now like Twitch is super huge. And I feel like just hearing where the culture, I think the video games have opened up other stuff because when I was younger, anime, people liked it, but it was kind of like not the cool kids didn't like it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was a closeted, thing. It was a closeted hobby. Now everybody loves it. Every kid thinks anime is cool. Every kid talked to me about anime. And I'm like, what? Where, when did I wake up in? And because I'm a grown up that knows about anime, I'm by association cool. So I was like, I was, this is insane to me. I, I used it, to buy tapes. Like, I used to have to go to comic book shops and buy tapes and yeah. put them in my book bag. So nobody saw that I had a plastic bag with tapes that had like black and white labels printed on the outside that said like Dragon Ball Z episodes 46 right. to 49 on right. it. Right. See, Sailor Moon, maybe by accident. I, what I watch in the morning is what I watch, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, you know. Well, it'll come back and, around. You just wait. There's going to be relaunches to all of those different animes. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. The thing is, my yeah. VHSs are probably going to be worth a ton because of the original, original recordings on VHS. Sure. Whoever has a VCR awesome. still. Yeah. You know what? Every once in a while, you got to bring things back, which brings us to our next story the return of Lucas film games yeah. that's right lucasfilm games brand is coming back to a new home for all in video game properties where this includes star wars titles and beyond so lucasfilm games is back and rebranded lucas arts in the 1990s this is cool i'm ready to see this stuff come back well they were hinting at an indiana jones game today I'm that okay was on the that. internet this week um and when they say in beyond i go i'm like okay star wars Vinia Jones, and then Howard the Duck? Am I going to get a Howard the Duck game? <laughs> I wouldn't Sign hold your breath up. on Howard the Duck. I want Monkey Island. Oh, that's right. They did do Monkey Island, didn't they? Because the last 3D game was horrible. It was like a yeah. Telltale series, too. It wasn't Lucas. It wasn't right. Lucas But I want them to bring back Monkey Island with today's yeah. graphics and yeah. all the insane humor. If, if you guys have never played Monkey Island, you need to stop what you're doing. Okay. All right, we're in the podcast. Let's go. One and two are two of the best slash funniest games you will ever play in your lifetime. They still hold up today. And it's about pirates. Come on. Yeah. It's it's, it's about a wannabe pirate that is trying to save his wannabe girlfriend or someone he wants to be his girlfriend from a zombie (laughs) pirate. And this was this was in the eighties. That was that was the plot. So you already know it's 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 great. It's a game that I know is beloved by so many of my friends. That everybody that I know that played it has never. I've never heard like, yeah, it's bad. Like everyone's like, it's good, it's fun, it's funny. I've heard that. I didn't even that didn't even go on my radar. I was just more thinking, okay, how is Disney going to get to pause on this? And does that mean EA doesn't make the games anymore? But then they said they're still going to let publishers publish, and so EA can still ruin the franchise. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, if EA actually has something good in the pipeline, it's gonna it's 
going to hopefully turn something out. I mean, yeah. I thought Jedi Fallen Order was a step in the right direction yeah, for them. Yeah, if they stub their toe like they did on Battlefront 2 again, which they won't, because let's face it, they really messed up that. Well, that, Battlefront 2 uh, had, a good, had a way better story mode than I thought, but everything else was, you know. Right. Yeah, and I didn't play it, to be honest with you, but the critics were so negative on it because of the microtransactions that the word of mouth on it was not good. But you're the second person to tell me in just recent memory that the storyline was really the story, good. The story's game. fantastic, but everyone, everybody wanted the game for its online. And they right, neglected right. to really feature this, but the story is so it's so well told. I just don't feel like like paying nineteen ninety nine just so I can have a different Yoda outfit. But you know, hey. And you know, okay, <laughs> Battlefront two came out the same year as PUBG, right? Uh, that sounds right. I feel like maybe not. In 2017, 2018? I oh. feel like PUBG was released before that, though, wasn't it? I, I think it's a beta. It, so PUBG was 2016 and got really big. And then Fortnite came out in 2017. I should have known. So PUBG probably came out during Battlefront 1. Yeah. And I think what really killed Battlefront and that whole thing is Fortnite and PUBG showed this free-to-play model that is accessible. And that's what that's what people want with shooting. Now, like, look at like what they've done with Call of Duty. And Absolutely. The, yeah, it, that's, that's, where those, that's where the shooter genre is definitely going to go, in my mind. And I, I want more cool star wars like i would love you know disney's making 10 different star they're gonna have 30 hours of Mar- uh, star wars content and marvel content i would love han solo to get a game i would love mace windu please sign me up like give I, me some cool jedi to come out with a mace windu series like that is just yeah. that's money yeah. on the table and samuel right. L. jackson yeah. he is getting older so you have to recast that role real soon and who would you pick? Who would you pick if it was a young Mace Windu? I don't know. That would be. I would like that story too. You know what's tough about that? You need somebody who's got those like Sam Jackson inflections in his voice, mm-hmm. and he's like such a, a league of his own that yeah. you either have to go to like a comedian, which would totally kill the role, or you have to go to like an Idris Elba just because oh, it's Idris go, Elba. Just know, go hard for, to be like a young Mace Windu, and I, I don't know. I, I think Sam Jackson, he is Mace, so it, yeah. it should be him. And you know, he'd be totally down for it right now too. If he could come back and reprise his role, he would be in. De age his skin, and he'll be fine. He doesn't have to do yeah. any of his stunt, his own stunts. As a matter of fact, True. you could just you can animate it, and he could just do the voice, and you'd be fine. Yeah, an animated series, I'd be okay with that. I think the Clone Wars Clone series Wars. was was the best thing a Star Wars ever came out with mm-hmm. since the uh, original trilogy. I'm the resident Star Wars hater here, and not that I'm a hater, I don't dislike it. It's okay. I'm the most indifferent to it, and I, I Clone Wars is good, and the original trilogy is good too. Anything else in between, I'm not really interested in. You know, I'll give Phantom Menace the pod race. That was definitely unique. That is the worst scene in movies, sir. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to have a hard disagreement. <laughs> oh here. no Dude, way! That that scene is ten minutes long. The worst scene in film history. Okay. In, in my mind, there's nothing going on for ten minutes. You're just here. Yeah, yeah. There's no talking. There's no dialogue. There's no like anything going. Where was it. your inner child during that? I mean that that was a wonderful scene. I didn't know better. I'm talking about recently watching. It. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, it was a race. It's it, 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 it defined Anakin as a good pilot since he was a youth. The only good things about the Phantom Menace were that scene to me and Obi Wan and Qui Gon versus Darth Maul. Those are the only two yeah, good, yeah. good things about everything else. The double ended lightsaber that I will give you that that was cool. And of course, Metachlorians. I mean, that was probably my favorite part of the oh, entire yeah. series. Oh, Metachlorians. Uh, you know, without Metachlorians, Star Wars would not be a thing. So, I mean, I can only agree with that. That's for sure. So I'm a science teacher, and I, when I talk about mitochondria, you do not understand how often I get asked about Metachlorians <laughs> by the Star Wars nerdy kids. Or a kid will say something. I go, "This has nothing to do with Star Wars." Like the really, if I say something, if a kid asks me about mitochondria or something, and say it wrong, I feel like what are your students like? You're saying it wrong. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, not. It's not mitochondria. Uh, actually, it's metachlorians, Mister Lowell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, no. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think that brings us into our final story. So, Lucas Games. I'm cool with the title. I want good games, but you know who does make good games is Square Enix. And they have big trademarks that just came out in Japan recently. And the trademarks are Forever Crisis, the Shinra logo, and the title The First Soldier. So now, Shelby, you never played a Final Fantasy? You never played Final Fantasy VII, correct? Uh, no. I mean, I, I played it back in the day, but I did not get through it. Okay. 
Dad, what about you? Oh, of course I'll play that. Yeah, okay. I, I remember yeah. I spent a whole weekend, no sleep, 48 hours straight. Whoa, that's where yes. it started. So you've just evolved that way of thinking into adulthood. <laughs> I love it. A gamer long before that. So my brother and I, we we go at this all the time. He thinks Final Fantasy VII is the best of all time. I think Final Fantasy VIII is the best of all time. Ooh. With with ten being a, a with ten being like a close like third place. Ten's got the best mini game. Blitz Ball yes. yeah, is Blitz Ball's fantastic. I will give it's you great. that. Yeah, but, but eight had that card game, and I love Yu Gi Oh. So on some of my streams, I play Yu Gi Oh Duel Links because I'm I'm pretty good at Yu Gi Oh. Okay. And okay. that that like that triad game that they had in Final Fantasy Eight. Like I would spend hours just trying to find these cards to play it and yes. then it was like it, you know what it, it feels like if you've ever played the witcher it's like glint it's like the first version of glint. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it is mm. final fantasy 9 has a really good card game too yeah. that i think gets put on it's eights is a little bit better but nine I, i'm a final fantasy nine and six would probably be like my two i'd hang my hat on i mean six uh, is with what kefka as the uh as the final boss yeah greatest villain ever yeah i think in final fantasy like sephiroth's good but kefka kefka takes his lunch money every time have you guys played crisis core i actually enjoy crisis core crisis core that's where i was just gonna leave thank you for that so that the title that they have book the register the ever crisis has to maybe be a sequel to crisis core in my mind and that's what's going on in it and crisis core is a story about the person who trained uh for you shelby zach he trained cloud and there's a whole convoluted storyline with that in the original seven and I would love more Crisis Core, and I would love a I would love a Sephiroth backstory. To be honest with you, if that's what First Soldier's about, yeah. Sure. Like Crisis Core. When I played Seven, I will be honest. As a kid, or as a, I should, I can't even say I was a teenager when that game came out. But as a team, um, I remember because I played Eight first before Seven, but I had Seven, and my brother, I gave it to my brother, and he, and then he gave it back to me to play. Um, <clears throat> but I remember when I played Seven, I was like, mm, I feel like I'm playing as the villains. Because this is like some very weird, like militia group that I'm a part of. The resistance, right? The resistance, and they didn't really feel like. I felt like a bunch of people just got together and it was like, "Hey, you want to blow some stuff up? Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Let's go." And I had a very angsty main character who didn't know where he was half the time. It felt like, um, but with Crisis Core, Crisis Core got Zach as a character so perfect that it makes you go, "Cloud who?" Like you, you right. even like Cloud by the end of that game right. for what Cloud represents, um, and you know, in terms of I can't give it away, but in terms of what you yeah. know, Zach and their relationship, for what Cloud represents, you don't like you end up going, oh god, I knew it, I I knew there was something about this guy I didn't like. And the other thing with what they've done with the remake now, and how there's these different timelines and what's going on and the possibility there, I I really I like the move Square is doing. I just want to know when part two of the remake is going to come out that's cool you guys trademark that give me give me a timeline it doesn't have to be a hard date yeah but i like the moves they're making and i, I love squaresoft so kudos to yeah. speaking, and speaking of news did you guys hear the news from rockstar oh, gta 6 the first female lead grand theft auto 6 whoa that is great news gta 6 huh I thought for sure we would never hear another GTA sequel was going to be announced. I was kind of in that camp, too, because of how big the online is. Because I, I really want to see the numbers of... Because it's, people still buy it, but I wish they would put out the... They'll never will. Of how many people are actually doing the campaign versus playing the online. Yeah, because online has its own campaign. I, I remember right. one of my first streams, I played that game. And wow, much to my chagrin, because I, I did not realize how toxic that online community was. Um, but... I, yeah. I remember like I was just driving around and there was like an arcade, which was not in the main game. So I was like, hmm, arcade? Come on, 80s kid. I love that. I go into the arcade and there's like four or five games in there and they're full, they're pretty much full-fledged, like pixelated 16-bit or 8-bit games that you can play at this open arcade. And it's got like hours of operation in this world. And I was like, okay, I can see why people sit here all day. And yeah. this is like another Fortnite slash Minecraft. It's the the evolution of the sandbox. I figured that's what that's what they're gonna. It's just gonna be that now. And maybe there was so maybe they're gonna make a new GTA Online, or maybe it connects to GTA Online, and then GTA Online gets like a graphics update. They they just need know. to do so. I think what I think what they one of the thought processes are like every GTA after five, uh-huh. there's gonna be a different part either of the world or America. And mm-hmm. if you own all the discs for the online thing, you'll be oh, probably mm-hmm. be able to download like an expansion because of your saves and you'll be able to travel from like 
once so there's like san andreas you can travel to and then maybe like liberty city which is like new york in the tri-state area where i'm from uh and then it'll probably be like a london because you know let's face it london is london where it is started where it started uh that started at the entire series yeah. and then they'll probably go to like you know they'll, they'll pick like a like a fourth area that hasn't been hasn't been tapped yet for them that's got rich culture for sure like, like for maybe sure. like a tokyo because sleeping dogs kind of tried to uh, do it uh no sleeping dogs did a different thing and sleeping dogs is a phenomenal game mm-hmm. tip my hat to you sir i love that game sleeping yeah, dogs that game is, is fantastic it, it feels I, like it feels like tokyo gta but not. it is it, it's mm-hmm. it was the it was the sequel to true crime or whatever that game was that came mm-hmm. out and one of my favorite things about that game is GSP George St. Pierre was brought in because they couldn't figure out how to do this uh, spinning back kick in the air and like you, there's a whole thing on it where like he's with their crew and they're like oh we've been lifelong martial artists but we can't figure out how to land this he's like oh you're making him jump off the wrong foot it was so cool it was like martial arts nerd to a T but that game was so good in GTA 6 I'm surprised they didn't give a date did they there's no way. Yeah, and there's no way. And I don't know if this is a mock-up from a news outlet or not, but the what I'm looking at, it looks like it's Vegas. But I doubt they've released where it's located. So I think oh. this is just clickbait is what it feels like. If they do Vegas, then that will be an homage to GTA 3 San Andreas, where you could travel mm-hmm. between mock San Francisco, mock Oakland, right. and mock Vegas. So that could be something because that would be a very easy expansion to add on yes. to the San Andreas uh, sandbox. Yeah, San Andreas is my my favorite. GTA yeah, oh yeah, the GTA Three San Andreas because of everything you eat, food, work out, throw up, get get swole. You can take a flight. You can purchase a ticket yeah. for a flight, or you can hijack yeah. a plane yourself and fly and land it on the landing strip, or go to Area Fifty One. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much you can do with that game. Oh, such a good game. Yeah, and then it feels like that other series kind of broke off and went in that same vein. Um, all uh, Saints Row. You know, Saints Row got just as zany and just kind of went over the top with it, whereas GTA 5 kind of came back to reality. Or I guess it would have been GTA 3 and 4 that came back to reality. Yeah, yeah. I would say 4. Vice really, was yeah, I game. really like the territory map in San Andreas too, like where you try to take over the entire neighborhood. Yeah, yes. Cool thing. With the, 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 yeah, <laughs> they did a lot of fun things. Well, I, I think we're going to move to our final segment, and that's our random question. So the first question, I was just thinking about this today, because we're all dads, and you had, you talked about your kids, and I was like, my son was making a joke, he's like, Tyler and my father-in-law, he's like, well, you know, I gotta get my YouTube channel ready, I have 12,000 viewers, and I was, he, my father-in-law was like, does he? What are you talking about? Because he, he kind of cares about the podcast, we have a guest coming on that I mentioned something about that he's obsessed with. And he was like, what? And that's, he's like, I'm actually going to listen to your podcast, dad. That made me like laugh because it's like, oh, you diss me. But at the same time, you're proud of me. So, but I was kind of curious because my wife, I said, well, if I recorded something with him or with our daughter, would you mind? She's like, no, no, no. She's very anti because they're too little. And I kind of get it. But what age do you guys feel comfortable letting your kids, if they said to you, I want to start streaming or I want to make a podcast, like what, what do you guys think? You would like, how old would you let your kids be to roam the web? I... I wouldn't let my kids stream until they finished high school. Mm. Like I like they can game, but streaming sure. streaming if you're going to stream just to play games, I would say don't stream, just play games, you know. If yeah. you're streaming to make friends, um you don't have to do that. You can you can watch streams and and play with, you know, the viewers that are there and make friends that way. Streaming is its own business, and it requires a lot more attention than people than people think. Yeah, and there's a huge mental aspect to it. There's a lot of people who suffer from mental anxieties just yes. because of streaming, because of what it does to uh, to the value of the individual. Um, right. And I right. wouldn't want them to go through that. Podcasting, they can sure as hell do. Like the the moment that they can understand the difference between mitochondria. <laughs> and midichlorians, and midichlorians? they can, they can podcast right. so never well, you're saying they can never do podcasts <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they they are very similar i'm gonna be honest with you they both kind of have the same functions so it's a good segue see but, i would have uh, to know what a metachlorian actually was to know if it was or was not mitochondria see that's my problem george there. lucas said on that script he was like yeah you know the thing that you know you know the thing that makes up humans what is it called the uh, midichlorians but he probably meant yeah. the mitochondria and he was, yeah. he was just like yeah, sure, George. Whatever you say. We got you, George. We figured you out, George. We got you. Oh, he just makes up words. I get it. 
Um, no, I think a podcast, or if he, my son wanted to make a YouTube channel where he's not live on camera and he did reviews of food or game or something he was passionate about, I'd be more okay with that at high school as long as it didn't affect his schooling, you know? Um, I, but like you said, I go back to the mental anxiety aspect. I want my son to be, and my daughter, if she's interested in it too, because I, 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 she's only two, I don't even think about that with her yet. I want them to be strong in who they are in, in their self, right? To know like, hey, this is a process and this doesn't equate to my happiness type thing. Because I think a lot of those people that get run down or beat down from it is the number of follows and likes is their happiness meter, right? Which is not healthy. And it's, it, and you see it with kids. Like I see young girl, I, like I teach sixth grade. And I, some, I'm like, you let your kids have all these apps? Like, like, you wouldn't? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, this is why your kids get in trouble. Because you can't trust them on the internet. And I don't know. I feel like with my daughter, I'm way more protective. But that's how it is, I guess. It's like, oh, boys, you know, he'll be fine. But I don't want my daughter ever to be on the internet. <laughs> uh, right, what about you, Shelby? Uh, I, I think that they'd have to be able to actually fathom what's going on. And I would want to vet almost everything that goes out. One thing that really scares me about this next generation coming up, and we kind of had it when we were coming up a little bit, but it's even more significant now, is if you say something out of line and it goes viral, it can really ruin your reputation on the internet. Yeah. And that would be what yeah. I would be most fearful of. Is like, you know, even we kind of mentioned PewDiePie, PewDiePie earlier as well. I can't say it. I'm never going to say it I right. It. it is what it is. I'm old. But I mean, like, we all know that he has a legacy of saying some really ugly things over the course of his yeah. career um, to the point where sometimes you're surprised that he's still broadcasting. But I guess my point there is, is like once you say something on the internet, it's hard to bury it right now. So I think that yeah. kid really has to fully comprehend the severity of that stream. And I think that kind of leads to um, the anxiety that you were talking about that's first time, you know, I think that's really part of it is, is the stress that comes along with it. If you can really enjoy yourself and it can be like, if I could go through and host them in a game as like, say for example, I wanted to show them Mario for the first time, that could be a fun segment that even to some extent, like I want to protect that kid's identity if they don't right. want to go to the internet like that. And furthermore, I don't want to put them in a place where they're going to hurt for uh, future employment or friendships or relationship building. Right, right. I, it's a hard balance. balance. Yeah, like, like I'll, t I'll tell you, ninety, probably ninety to ninety-five percent of the messages I get, I um, on a daily basis, are Twitch streamers or content creators who they're they're reaching out because they feel mentally devalued mm. uh, because of. St like the statistics and I and coming from a business world because um, I you know I'm a manager full-time I've managed businesses for years right now right. and I'm, I'm the manager right now of a of a luxury fitness brand and you, I have to keep telling people like you can't look at it day to day you can't look at it week to week you can't even technically look at it over a 30-day period you have to do it quarterly okay. first to measure your quarters to understand what the seasons are like and understand the seasons on twitch are different than business seasons and then year to date and if you don't see year to date growth that's when you can take a look and say okay what am i doing wrong everything else right. other than that is you're, you're basically you're testing the waters and there's too many variables for for content creators doing live a live format like if, you, if you're going to do if you're going to do anything i tell everyone um especially like nowadays i tell everyone use twitch as a way to bring your audience from another platform where your content is, it sits there 24 hours. It's binge worthy. Bring that audience to Twitch and make it be like a, Hey, come hang out with me. Let's come hang out. Yeah. With me. Let's talk about this. Come hang out with me while I play this. And, you know, just tell me what you think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a way for people to interact with the personality live every so often, but mm -hmm. they prefer that quick short content that they get on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, or whatever it is. They prefer that because that's where, you know, that's where the following came from. And right. I think people are doing the opposite. They're using all other social medias to drive traffic towards Twitch rather than, you know. To ever, everything else. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a balance act. I I think about it a lot because, like, Shelby, I, he knows I'm the I'm the one who puts it all together and looks, right? Like, I'm the, the, the engineer. And then my whole concept is then, though, Shelby also, like, I get, I'll beat myself up and Shelby always brings me up. That's, like, what's a good pairing. 
And I think, too, part of it is just con- the continuity and continuing and not giving up. And it, you could be – there's a Gamertag Radio. I like listening to them. He's been at it for 15 years, and this year he blew up. He did a big interview with Keanu Reeves for Cyberpunk 20, uh, 20, 2077. And I think just – time 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 and if people find you they find you if they like you they like you and it doesn't matter at the end of the day like would i love to do this more sure but i like teaching a lot and i like just having conversations with dudes like you and shelby it's it's fun and i i'd be scared that my my kid would i wouldn't if they had a degree and they went at it from like a broadcasting point they went i want to do a youtube channel about this or i want to i want to do this for a living i would be supportive as an adult but i'd want to know okay, what else are you doing and how, what are your plans? And do you have, you know what I mean? But I don't think, I don't think a 10 year old should be doing it unless you're Ryan's world. That kid, that kid's crazy. Yeah. Like I I think it's more important for you. I would rather build four to five, uh, four to five everlasting relationships than 5,000 superficial ones. So yes, yeah, I think it just boils down to um, when, when you're doing something, a, yeah, you have to put in a lot of time, but Focus on the focus, focus less on the stats and focus yeah. more on, you know, like what's real are, yeah, what, yeah, what's real, what you're bringing to the table and yeah. what, you know, what you love to do. People love, people love to see your passions. They don't love to see right. what you think they want you to or what, what you think they want to see. They want to see you they, do what you love. Yeah. They want you to be your authentic self. Like me and you hiding our anime as kids. That's, we didn't need to do that. We should have been our authentic self. Remember when playing video games was the not cool thing too growing up? See, no, my dad worked for Nintendo. So my dad, he, I, this is my thing. I was always, everyone thought I was cool because my dad worked for Nintendo and I got all the games before everybody. But actually, you know what it was? And I always joke about this. People would come out to hang out with my dad and then they'd just ignore me. And they'd be like, oh, that's, who's my real friends, right? <laughs> you know, but. Uh, that leads us to our last random question in childhood, and we kind of talked about it, and we went all over it in the show. You could, what's something you wish they brought would bring back from your childhood? We, we talked about Space Ghost. We, I think we're all in agreement there. In Harvey Birdman, that's more my teen years. But what's something else and that made me think of this today? Was I was thinking about Squeeze Its, and I know they're horrible for you, but I used to love a Squeeze It as a kid, and ectoplasm coolers from McDonald's. The the high ectoplasm coolers. I thought yeah, that thing yeah. was around forever. Like I felt like it, it would was. never go out of style in the grocery store. Then one day it just disappeared. I know. Sad day. Sad day. I would. I would be. I would buy a stock. I'd buy stock in it if it came back. Put it in my veins. Oh my gosh! I feel like everything is being brought back from our childhood. Like this is a hard question because yeah. they've really mined my nostalgia. It feels like. Man, there's no it original is. ideas anymore. They they they're going to the era that made the most sense in terms of entertainment. And they're just rehashing and rebranding. And they're going to who has the money now. Oh, those those kids are adults now. So let's go hit their pockets for their nostalgia. Because our generation was the one that watched the most TV. So and and we watched the most movies. So they're like, well, <laughs> they're the ones that have the money now. So they relaunched Animaniacs. And I watched an episode or two, and I'm like, this is pretty good. This is exactly That's what true. I want it's from the correct, but it's pretty damn good. It is. It is. Dot, dot uh, feels very feminist now, but she still is Dot. For sure. Yeah, I think it fits. Like, okay, yeah, I, I can roll with this. I will say that based on the story that we covered today, I would say that if they could relaunch KOTOR in terms of Lucas Games, I would be all over that. Um, if you would do a RPG in the Star Wars universe, I think that would be amazing like bring that back to my childhood i'd love to see that remastered if we're going games i want super mario seven star saga redone i want square enix to do redo that is the rpg yes this is the rpg yeah yeah that's the one on the super nintendo with malo and gino and yeah that one i want that redone that's that would be my like yes please here's all my money if we're going games Uh i absolutely want a fun interactive wrestling game again i'm it's gotten so sim based and so boring mm-hmm. i want something that's just it doesn't have to be over the top i don't need to be throwing people in space and hitting them with cars and you know and, and water you know blast and all that what i want i just want a fun wrestling game that focuses on the personality of the characters it can, it can have a text-based story. I don't need. I look. I don't need them to talk to me. They can't. Half of them can't even talk today anyway. They're horrible on the mic. But like, give me a text-based story based on previous events, current events, posted. Like, you can do so much with a text-based adventure. 
give me a mm-hmm. bunch of those and just fun wrestling games and i would pump hours upon hours i'd be a kid again i would have my kids sit in my lap and have one control the joystick and the other one control the buttons and just yep let's go at it i would also take a can of surge if they could redo that as well i like how he had this nice endearing moment you're like in surge uh, <laughs> but <laughs> do you remember when they used to sell that at school uh, no but why wouldn't they i mean those kids need energy man. Uh, that's yeah. just science those kids need, they need monster energy drinks at school. Like, kids would get in fights over them, you know, because they'd be all hey, hopped up on surge. How do you think they found Anakin? They He had just chugged a surge. He had shotgunned a surge, and then his metachlorian levels were off the charts. That's what got his metachlorians up. I, I, I remember Futurama did, like, a mock <laughs> episode, like a Willy Wonka version of it. Yes, it yes, yes. And the slug, slurm, and he wants to party. Yes, yes, that's a great I remember Futurama. that. Yes, yeah. that's a great slurm. Well, I think that's it for the night. Yeah, and I think I have one more question for you, Dad's first time. We're trying to uh, bring some of these interviews to a close by asking, is there any game that comes to mind for you in terms of a game we should add to our backlog, a must-play, one of your favorite games? Monkey Island 1 and 2, bar none. Monkey Island, Monkey Island 1 and 2. Perfect. Shelby's making that list. Let me put it down at the bottom here. There we go. I can guarantee you both will not regret it. You will love it. That will probably be one of the most memorable memorable games you will ever play in your lifetime. Wow. Okay. Bold. All right. So when we play uh, it, we'll have you back on. All right? And you can come back yeah, and talk to us. Yeah, I love it. So, Dad's first time. Where can people find more of your content? Oh, all right. So you can find me on Twitch for all of my live programming and live shows, twitch.tv slash dad's first time. You can find me on Instagram for my memes, jokes, behind the scenes, looks, outtakes, and more at Dad's First Time. You can find my musings, my polls, my thought process, and any special events or any entries for my YouTube videos on Twitter at Dad's First Time. Or you can find me on YouTube for my unpopular opinions, my overtime highlight show, and more stream coaching at Dad's first time. Nice. Very cool. Well, thanks for being on with us tonight. It's been fun. It's been a blast. Thank <laughs> you. I hope to come back soon. Any, hey, yeah, yeah we'll have you back for sure. And a big thank you to all those out there listening. If you'd like more from the underpowered team, you can follow us on our social channels. It's all in the attached description. If you'd like to preview it there, we also have a website up and running. It's underpoweredmedia.com. Check us out there. We're also chatting in discord. Feel free to drop us a line. Uh, feel free to leave us a review. If you'd like to as well, five stars, please. And that wraps the week for us. We are out. Play your games.